GM, what's hey, going on? Why is free market not up? Oh, I had the wrong button selected. Mm. Just leave me things in the green room. It's called the green room. Yeah, I just kind of shoved you down into the corner here, stealing the uh, the spotlight for myself. It's cool though, because in the green room, that's where all the hotties hang out and the, the weed is smoked. It's nice. You should, you guys should see the, the what pre-show. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to pull my microphone up here. Pretty cray cray. Let's go. go what? Down in the green. Okay, it's Friday already. Can you believe it's Friday already? I can't believe it's Friday already. Friday. Yeah. It's been a week. It's been, it's been a week. It feels like, uh, you know what? We know what was this week, R2? It was Groundhog Day week? this week. Is that irony incarnate? Is no, actually, good, good point. How has this been lost on us? I, I slammed my fist down on the table. The it Groundhog came out and said six more weeks of delays. It was literally fucking Groundhog Day. I, I don't know about this carrot guru. Of course it's flying. Nobody heard about it until yesterday when it had 200,000 followers and then Eddie is Kong pumped it. I need to hear about the carrot guru. No one's on the white list. It's going to a million ETH. I don't need to. You're, uh, you're, you're sounding a little muffled again. I'm not sure if you're angled away from your mic. I angled away. I went to go uh, look at something here. I got frustrated. I angled away for a second. That's okay. No. I, hey, the uh, the reception to your frustration has been uh, very warm. Good. Good. My only goal is to wake you up and frustrate to- the shit out of you. Good. It's great for content. Ah. Is that fair? Very fair. I, I are the gray hairs setting in yet? I am yet to have a gray hair. I'm lucky in that respect. Fuck you. I, I come from a a family who has hair color and uh, they don't go bald. Yes, I can say I can say that. I yeah. have um, very little risk of going bald. Uh, I actually have no gray hairs on the top of my head, but my beard is getting there. It's, uh, where it starts first. Yeah, the stress. That's where it comes out first. Is it stress? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't have any stress. Mm. Stress-free life, trading volatile assets, and talking about <laughs> them every day. <laughs> What's going on, DJs? How are you this morning? Love to see all the GMs there. Keep them coming. I appreciate the enthusiasm of everyone who bought flies this morning and made it triple, but my APY has fallen from 12 million percent to 7 million percent, and that is... Um, not favorable. <laughs> I, I, yeah. God forbid you don't get twelve million APY. For I, I'm gonna, time. I'm gonna practically take this out and put in a certificate of deposit at this point. my local bank. Oh man, GM Casey, Millennials, Joshua, Chipper, Xiao, Justin, Max, Cutter, Bailey, Sandman. Love to see it. Um, somebody is making me making fun of me for uh, my my <laughs> the, the tone of my skin. I think the tone it's of your the uh, middle of winter, man. Gandalf White. No, <clears throat> we um we we are both very very white. But I haven't seen the sun right. in two months. This uh, this lamp doesn't tan me. No. I could change the tone of it, maybe. Maybe that would work. But I will. I will be honest. When summer comes around, I will not be any darker than, than I am now. I am. I am always a tasty white. Uh, 
complexion. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I can get there if I if I uh, if I go out and spend some time. Um, oh man, shots fired! FMC has bad poops. How do you feel about that? I don't even know what it means. I I, I drink a lot of coffee, so I can't even imagine how that would be <laughs> remotely true. Is that right? <laughs> All right. How's everyone doing today? I, I think uh, I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a little chill Friday. Some of the uh, the JPEGs are kind of down. Some of the wind has come out of the sales of the NFT market. We are, we are still here. Yeah, Azuki, so We're all suffering through that Azuki top right now. It's just the, the repercussions of, uh, of this Azuki. It should have been a liquidity explosion onto lower and medium collections, but nobody could sell at 17. Well, what the hell? We are, um, I guess NFTs are pegged to the Azuki price now. Yeah. Azukis go up, NFTs go up. I mean, the Swiss franc was pegged to the euro for a, a long time. And when they decoupled that, everything started going better, at least for the Swiss. <laughs> um, you want to do, want to do a drum roll? Put it in. GM, everybody, and welcome to the Friday, February 4th edition of the AM show hosted live on YouTube and Twitch and, of course, recorded for Spotify. I am your host, R2DGen, joined with me every single weekday morning, Mr. FMC. Hey, now. I'm going along and just reading whatever you put in that name thing now. So if you switch it up, I'm probably saying it kind of like Ron Burgundy in the uh, with the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. I'm R2DGen. Um, let's see. What I've done, you know what I've done recently? I have been maniacally liking, commenting, and DMing the actual at FMC account, which has been inactive for years. Um, I am trying to somehow set their email notifications off so I could bribe them, uh, to get FMC because I feel like in the in the floofy, poofy, we don't talk about floors, happy dappy, lemon world. The name free market capitalist comes off a little too Anne Randish for the average um, the average person. So I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I could somehow acquire the FMC handle. Uh, can Jack, you go through Twitter for that? You can if you're famous and rich. I'm trying mm. to go directly to the person and bribe them as they don't seem to be in crypto. Maybe you could trade them for uh, the London Fork. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. No, it was sold the other morning for 100 ETH. Oh, you sold it. Congratulations to the right-click saver in the audience. I know. I know. He Look had 10,800 tokens. He just wouldn't tell us which token. <laughs> a lot of us XRP. To- I have 400 billion tokens. If I go add them all up together, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. Is it SOS still? Right, uh, vibe. So I got, I got, oh, billion. I got <laughs> that billion was a good one. laying around here and there. Remember when vibe was supposed to be the uh, the the token of the NFT space? Ah! You win some, you lose some. It is ah! what it is. It's not Anne. It's Ian. I don't know what that means. Anne, Ian. <clears throat> um, yeah. Anyways, sorry. Yesterday was kind of something. We had a great show. You jumped on the Lemon Spaces. Then you jumped on uh, our interview with um, Timo from from the Time uh, Timepieces community. Uh, we did an interview with him. We went into raid party mode. 
And then uh, you finished it off with an orc spaces yesterday. You were a busy man. Wow. Yeah, that orc spaces last night was epic. The time drop coming up is going to be epic. You hear the artists in that roster and the gamification, which I think is super fun. I am going to my own personal strategy is at least attempt to get two time pieces and keep one as the time cover and then burn the other and see what I could do there because there's an argument that either could be rare given whatever most people are going to try to burn these things to get the artist stuff so yeah i want to play that lottery i want to have some fun with that but i actually think the time cover itself mind you dw who does these he's been with time for a minute i mean he's done some pretty iconic covers i really love the concept that he put together for these so that'll be my strategy and thank you to tyler uh it's team it's timeo for coming on our spaces yesterday, explaining it to everyone. And uh, we even gave away an allow list spot and a yeah. bunch of moon lounge. So really looking was, to that drop. That was great. I've got it queued up a little bit later in the show. We could talk a, a bit more in depth and in, but why you should be excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also got ether orcs queued up for you too, because it sounds like maybe some alpha was dropped and maybe there's some, uh, some big things to look forward to in the ether orc world. Um, but shout out to you and Maz for hosting that. And, uh, I saw rave reviews all over. Great, is, uh, uh, great spaces yesterday. The orc team brings it, not just for the spaces, but they deliver. And we know how rare that is in NFTs. Most of what we are buying on a daily basis, are promises, and this team delivers day after day and constantly is iterating into a better product. So yeah, great interview. EtherArx kills it. Let's get into the, pardon me, crypto market here. Uh, woke up to see that uh, Bitcoin and ETH had a nice little run. And maybe it was more on the ETH side of it. Uh, ETH was up over 2,800 for a, a brief period of time there. Um, now kind of slumped back down 2780. Uh, Bitcoin was over 38,000, but has since pulled back a little bit there. Uh, we're starting to get you know further and further away for, from some of those scary lines that we don't want to drop below. Um, maybe a bullish sign going into the weekend. We'll see see what ends up happening there. Uh, any any thoughts on the recent uh, run up? Well, it's I, I suspect the reason that NFTs have cooled off is because people are expecting a big move in spot. We know that the effect is always. Uh, pronounced, if there is a large rally in Ethereum, then you tend to see NFTs cool off. I believe people are preparing for that as the chart continues to become firmer and firmer, as we say. It's it's firming up. It's looking more bullish by the day. If you zoom out, we are obviously not out of the woods, but on a shorter time frame, things are firming up where it looks like we're going to make a little poke above 3,000 um, this weekend or sometime next. I would expect NFTs to pause and cool off into that. It's just a response to people waiting to see what happens in case we rally too much or in case altcoins start to heat up. I don't I don't fear the alt rallies this year. I actually think m- most altcoins are dead. I think most DeFi coins are going to zero. I don't see many bounces. Uh, this year, I think even you know a coin like Magic is, uh, is down. A little bit now, and and all the magic NFTs are getting destroyed. I would, I would caution anybody to go into uh, into alter DeFi this year. So, 
We will see what spots do, what spot does now over the next few days. And I think NFTs are going to pause while it gets to 3,100 and it'll cool off a little bit. I, I, I don't think we're going, we're gearing up for a very large rally though. If you saw what happened in stocks yesterday, this was one of the greatest misdirections you will ever see. Yeah. Did um, I see snap was up like 50, 60% Facebook well, down 30%, yeah. like but, just. <laughs> Let's put it into context, guys. So the market has this very, very large bearish period coming into the beginning of the year, which I had told you from the beginning was a response to the market being up 27. Everyone was looking for the reasons and the excuses. But I tell you all the time, the news doesn't matter. The market sets itself up for the move before the news even happens. And then whatever the news is, it just spins that narrative to fit whatever the mechanics were going to do anyway. So that we come into the early part of the year, market was due to cool off. We have this very, very pretty violent pullback, especially in the NASDAQ, because interest rates are going up. And interest rate sensitive stocks tend to be in the NASDAQ. These are the stocks that have no revenue and are very dependent on borrowing money. It really eats into your profit. That's kind of the simplified view of what was going on. Now, all this happens. We have a capitulation bottom a week ago and a bit of a V bounce up. Now, Facebook reports earnings and it was a huge miss on the metrics that matter. We talked about daily active users. Yes, it was yeah. the canary in the coal mine here that really took them down. Well, you know, when one of the bellwethers of the market has such a bad report, and I mean, Facebook lobbed 30 fucking percent off of its stock. I mean, I don't, you know, this is not a, this is not a small company. This was a stark move. This was, this was, oh shit, we thought we were out of the woods. Now look at Facebook. We're all going to zero again. So everything, especially on the NASDAQ falls dramatically in response to that. Somi is dead. Uh, NASDAQ is anything in that vein was getting killed. Well, lo and behold, what have I been saying the whole time that this pullback has been happening? The backdrop here is the greatest economy any of us sitting here breathing have ever seen in our lives. The U.S. economy is growing faster than China. I want you to listen to that again. The U.S. economy is growing faster than China by a large clip, underpinning all the inflation you're seeing is massive growth. Inflation is another word for growth, okay? And Snap comes out yesterday and absolutely pastes its earning report. They beat the pants off of what people were expecting. And there were other stocks that did it too. And I think that's what you're going to see now going forward. And all of a sudden, the market has set itself up for a very nice rally here. If you look at the market today, the bear trap that was set yesterday and the subsequent head fake that happened, I, I, I am so bullish today, my, my face is falling off. I, I, it was the perfect orchestrated bear trap yesterday. And this overall market is slightly informing crypto. We have decoupled a little bit, but things are getting very, very bullish out there after people were just tricked into thinking the world was ending for no reason. I mean, we saw it happen in real time. I can confirm the world has not ended. We are still here and alive and well. 
Um, no, I mean, this is, is great information. I'm actually probably going to look to redeploy some of the cash that I had sitting on the sidelines now to, uh, maybe waited a little bit too long, but, um, you know, I still think you're, you're, you're buying low right now on some things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got, got crushed on the, uh, the growth stocks earlier this year. That's for sure. Or late last year, I should say. Um, yeah, let's get into some news now. Uh, We've talked about the Super Bowl a whole bunch. Super Bowl 56 coming up next Sunday. Uh, t- so Super Bowl announced tickets to this year's uh, Super Bowl. Holy fuck, I've said that word too much. Uh, will come with souvenir NFTs. Attendants of Super Bowl 56 will receive commemorative NFTs alongside their tickets as part of a deal between the NFL and Ticketmaster. Uh, we saw Ticketmaster drop their uh, comm- commemorative team tickets uh, late last year to uh, quite a bit of success. I would say, although it was hard getting your money out if you ended up selling it at a profit. Um, but uh, but that was a, a fun day in the NFT world um, where there's smoke. There's probably fire. We've talked a lot about the halftime show featuring some very uh, pro NFT type people, including Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Um, and Pepsi is sponsoring it. We all know they have an NFT. Well, now, I mean, it's becoming official that the actual tickets themselves will be uh, in an NFT form as well. They are kind of doing it as a nod to um, people's desire to collect ticket stubs. Obviously, if you go to the Super Bowl, you are probably going to hang on to those as a uh, souvenir just because, you know, for a lot of people, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. uh, And now you're going to get an NFT with it. I think that's very, uh, very exciting. And I think if you want more signs to point to that this year, it's going to be something big going down down there uh, i think you can look no further than this article honestly yeah and i think when you when you pair it with seasonality what's happening here at the super bowl is very interesting it could be a sell the news situation very temporarily if we look back to last year what happened in february the people 69 million dollar uh, Christie's sale. Was that only a year ago? That was only a year ago, my wow. friend. Wow. Oh, my God. Like- I know. I know. It's like 100 years ago. But this was the biggest thing that had ever happened in NFTs. It was the first time my parents, people who were not in this, has said, what's an NFT? What's going on? I used to make the, joy, the joke, oh, what's this Bitcoin art I hear about? Because they didn't even know what Ether was, right? It was just like they heard cryptocurrency. They heard art. They heard NFT. <laughs> We actually crashed pretty bad after the Beeple uh, sale. It was a sell the news situation. Everybody in the NFT industry had been gearing up for this big event. And we know sell the news is one of the most common uh, refrains in market. This is what this is something that happens all the time. People anticipate a large news event, whether it's a product release, whether it's a quarterly report. And it doesn't matter how good it is because everybody who wanted to buy for this event has already bought. So it doesn't even matter how good this news event is. There's nobody left to buy. So there's only people there to sell. And that's that is what happened. That's why sell the news exists. So could this be what's happening with the Super Bowl, given how it's lining up with um, seasonality, maybe? But mind you, we went quiet for about a month and a half and then Bayak minted right so it's a very these periods are very short especially the seasonally bearish periods but i am on watch to see if that is what is going to happen here so uh jrp asked do you guys think dead fellas price will go up after the super bowl exposure i don't know 
I'm, the short-term price action is very difficult to tell around these news events. I suppose it, I suppose it depends on how big the NFL goes and how well-received it is. If the NFL does it and it's relatively subtle and it's not what the news is talking about the next day, I would think it could be a sell the news situation. If it somehow is, is prominent and there's a little bit of controversy. Like, I honestly think the best thing that could happen would be if the news took a negative spin on it, if there was a little bit of controversy that NFTs were introduced, because that would cause a very large news cycle that could last a week or two. And uh, it could actually not be a sell the news situation. Cambo just said that somebody said Snoop is going to use a serum yeah, I just saw that. on the Super Bowl. The thing is, that would be very exciting for us. Is yeah, America, nobody would know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, is America even going to know what is happening? Like, all right, cool animation, I guess. You made that thing a thing. Uh, you know. So we'll it's hard see. enough to explain what to, to people what an actual NFT is. Right. Uh, to explain to them that like there's this derivative um, <laughs> that Bored Apes released that is um, a counterpart to the Bored Apes, but they're mutants. And then there's these different tiers of them. And then if you had this M3 serum, then you could apply it to your other Bored Ape. And then you get this one of what, like you're throwing a lot of terms out there that they're going to have no idea what exists. So yeah, we would get a great kick out of it. I completely agree. But uh, anybody watching would be like, the fuck is going on here? Just Put the football game back on. The women in your life are going to be perplexed when you're cheering harder at the halftime show than you were during <laughs> the game. Just <laughs> yeah, I, um, I mean, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's definitely something going down here. Uh, I wanted to quickly touch on a point that you you kind of made about you know what the general reception to this is going to be. We actually were talking about Instagram um, earlier. You you mentioned uh, Mirakami. Uh, we talked about Justin Bieber buying his board ape and posting it on Twitter or sorry, not Twitter, um, Instagram earlier this week, last week. Again, time is, uh, is, is flat apparently, but um, the comments on these things are, are, are switching a little bit. We're not seeing as much negativity. Now, maybe these are people with just such rabid fan bases that they can do no wrong to most people, which is fine. Actually, those are the people you, you want around but uh maybe there's a little bit of a sentiment shift here and maybe uh the super bowl kind of just pushing it right out in front of everybody that's watching uh could be could be a tipping point i don't know you 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 were saying that you feel like that sentiment is starting to shift a little bit i do i think the sentiment is starting to shift and it, it i you know it's just something we have to monitor i i actually think I, and I say this a lot, right? I used to say it a lot in traditional markets. There are times when the the future is very obvious to you, when you see the ball well, as they say in baseball, and like you feel good about making conviction play. When, and then there are times you're looking at everything. It's just a little confusing. You feel like it could go 50-50 either way. And the problem is, as a trader, you always feel compelled to have a bet on. And that's very dangerous. Um, I think right now I'm very 50-50 about how things could be interpreted. And I kind of need a little more data going into it. I always say that. There's just not enough data right now for my gut to, to say one way or another what's going to happen. I think it's overall bullish for this year. Short-term price action is a little harder to tell. And we are coming off a frothy, frothy January. So we will see. 
Um, yeah, well, a week, a week to go, maybe, maybe we'll see a little bit of a, a cool down to it, it. It kind of feels like there's a bit of a hangover in the NFT market right now with the, the delays and the groundhog day. Well, kind of. and look, it's always this thing of like existing collections on the secondary, right? They're out, they're doing their thing. Well, roadmaps take time. Execution takes time. Traders get bored very quickly. Very quickly. If you want a sign of whether this market is still churning or not, look at Karafuru this morning. Okay. This thing is white hot. It is right now, it opened at a two ETH floor. It's sitting at 4.5 as we speak. These guys have 150,000 followers on Twitter. I didn't even know they existed until last night when Eddie is Kong said it was going to be the biggest. Um, NFT project ever. I don't believe a word that guy says about anything. I've seen the projects he's been involved with. But uh, regardless, today they are up uh, insane amounts. And it just shows, again, the money is there on the sidelines. It's waiting. But this is an attention game. We, we throw back to Colby's Substack article all the time. We reference it all the time because I think NFTs distill this concept down better than any other asset class. This is an attention game. This is, these are pretty shiny pictures, right? How long can they grab your attention? Well, they use roadmaps and events and games and all these things as, you know, look forward to this. This is why you should hold. This is why you should do this and that. But this is an attention game. And you can see that the attention is moving away from the anime waifu meta. Um, but it's not moving away from NFTs. And you can see yeah. that with Karafuru this morning. So I would argue we're not seeing an, a bear market NFTs. We're seeing the same thing that happened after the cute meta when we transitioned into anime. Now, I don't know what we're transitioning into, but when I see something like Karafuru, I know that the money's there and I know people are just waiting for the next trend. So. Yeah, for sure. We're also seeing a bit of a pullback in the uh, copy-paste 3D meta that we've been kind of harping on a little bit there, too. Um, it seems like the wind is coming out of their sails. The secondaries are becoming less responsive to their mint prices and whatnot, and I'm looking forward to that going the fuck away, too. Yeah, I mean, look, a point four mint on these big cats yesterday, and they're sitting at, I guess, a sixty or seventy percent gain if you sold it right now. But man, yes, yeah. I mean, to th- do you, it, there is a rare project that I am going to pay point four for a mint. I'm going to pay it to Cool Cats happily. I mean, but that is such a different case. Like to me, that it, it's crazy to charge point four for that mint. Nuts. And I would be well, nervous to see it only sitting at point six. I mean, when you charge point four for something, you are implying a lot, <laughs> a lot. Okay, this is it's bizarre to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are they are literally just pushing their limits on how much they can extract. I mean, they mint out for point one, great. Let's do point two, great. Let's do point two five, great. Minting out, minting out. Min- let's do point four. It mints out. They're just gonna keep pushing it. The the ultimate goal is that it will just get rejected eventually but fortunately it does feel like there's more new money coming in than going out that's for sure um, i want to speak to the point that jrp is bringing up yeah right? i was just going to bring that up because i want you to know you know you know how much i love lemons you know how much i am looking forward to these pixel lemons but i have seen quite a few lemons 
get very, very excited. We have merch coming this month and we have Pixel Lemons. Okay? Can I just read the question for that? Can you guys explain the price impact or the impact on price when a collection is generating another NFT, e.g. Lemon Friends creating the Pixel uh, pixeled version? So there's a few unknowns here as well. We don't know whether this is going to be an airdrop on Polygon or whether this is going to be a free mint that you go and mint from a site and then you just have the right to mint for free if you own a lemon, okay? Traditionally, diluting your supply by adding more NFTs to your collection does not necessarily increase price. There's obviously exceptions to the rule like uh, Mutant Ape Yacht Club and um, Bits and a few other collections that see all very high floor prices immediately. And these were companion collections that did very well. Lemon Cool Pets will fit into that too. Yes. Yes. Well said. I think Cool Pets will fit into that too. This is not lemons. Okay. I am looking forward to the merch and the pixel lemons because I want the merch and the pixel lemons. This, this, in my opinion, if all other things were considered equal, would actually be a bearish event. Okay. And I don't think it will be some huge. Se- I honestly don't think people are in there buying lemons right now just to get this pixel lemon airdrop so that then they can go. This isn't a cool cat situation. I don't think anyone expects those pixel lemons to go mooning uh, the next day that, that these are dropped. Okay. This is, this is a value add. When you own a collection, okay, and there, there just there isn't enough, there isn't yet enough interest in lemons that a, a companion collection. Right, right now, if somebody wants to get into lemons, lemons are pretty affordable in the NFT world. You can just go buy a lemon. If someone wants to get into Board Ape Yacht Club or Cool Pets, they got to mortgage their house, okay, or Cool Cats, excuse me. These companion collections that these large NFTs release are smaller entries for people who want to be part of those groups. Okay. You don't need that with lemons right now. So there's the, there's just not that say roadmaps are not necessarily a good thing. They tend to be sell the news, the long-term value in having pixel lemons merch and a metaverse cannot be discounted. It's why I believe Lemons will go to 5 ETH this year and become the next Cool Cats in the months and years to come. So these are the Lemons foray into like World Wide Web 3, like the the little avatars that you're going to be using in these little metaverse kind of 2D metaverse things. Mm -hmm. And they're going to match the character traits that you have already. Right. And we don't know if <clears throat> the exact pixel lemon NFT that you're getting will be the one that can be inserted into the metaverse. This is go you're <clears throat> you're essentially getting an, an animated NFT now in February. Metaverse integration is next month in March. So we're going to see exactly how they're integrated and we have speculated that the first metaverse we'll be moving into is worldwide web 3 because that land sits in the community wallet for little lemon friends but i just want to caution anybody who thinks that roadmap items for a small collection coming up are going to be some sort of bullish catalyst i doubt that very much um I, I doubt it very much. I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to it because Cenarius's art is next level. These pixel lemons look amazing, and I can't wait to get my matching 
pixel lemons that I'll eventually be able to use in the metaverse. I don't think it'll be a bullish price event uh, for lemons. Yeah, I mean, that's that's so important because we talk about roadmaps a lot. And if we're talking about a, a company like Yuga Labs or Larva Labs or, you know, um, whoever's, I can't remember who's behind like Kongs and stuff like that, roadmaps are very relevant for them because they already have a long track record of success and they kind of need to continue to, EtherOrks is a great example of this as well. They need to continue to push the ecosystem forward and they need to have uh, some steps and some expectations that people that are committing to being in that need to kind of uh, look forward to. Um, but, you know, a lot of these new projects that everyone says when roadmap or you're not meeting your roadmap or whatever. I mean, most of them are still in the community forming stages, right? Like lemons formed an amazing community right off the bat, but I mean, it's still kind of pulling some people in. It's pulling these long-term holders in, you know, you guys are doing a great job with the spaces in facilitating that community existing and, and whatnot too. Um, but, it's not, you know, it's great that they're releasing the merch and it's great that they're releasing the pixel, um, pixel lemons and that scenarios continues to work. Right. And, but like you said, it's not all about the road wrap right now. If you're looking at, um, if you're looking at Yuga labs and the, the ape token coming out and what they're doing next, like they're kind of just playing in a different ballpark. Would you agree with that? Completely. I, the, the most bullish thing for lemons right now is unique owners go up every day. We're at 5,100 right now. When we were sitting at this price three weeks ago, we were at 4,800. So this is a very simple metric you can look at, right? We were sitting at this exact same price three weeks ago, but we had 300 less unique owners and it was 300 more lemons to get from the price we're at now to one ETH. Okay. So there's no, there's no, there's nothing to do for that. They are literally doing what they're supposed to do. I could not be more bullish on them, but it has nothing to do with the roadmap. The roadmap is, is for my own joy. If you knew how much I was looking forward to lemon merch and pixel lemons, it couldn't be overstated. Right. But as far as price to a collection, no, the most important thing with lemons right now is the steady accumulation. We see day after day, you know, it's very rare to get the type of community lemons have right off the bat and price doesn't reflect yet how valuable that is. It's got, it will soon, but I don't think people even understand how strong the lemon community is, how pervasive it and is. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you one thing that community was not formed around the roadmap. No. And that's it. No, I don't even think people understand. I, I don't even think ardent, you know, ardent, ardent lemon holders understand the roadmap. Well, like, you know, because it's Cenarius is adapting and playing it by ear. Shit. This poor kid raised all that money and Ethereum <laughs> went and fell 50 percent. You know, people people don't understand. Like he has to execute all of this now with half the money he had before okay let's let's go into cat bricks which we've talked about a ton and you you called this so eloquently right off the hop when things were starting to look like you know maybe the the devs weren't as passionate about the project as we had hoped maybe the art wasn't as good and you said it and you said it out loud their roadmap is too ambitious they have too much going on and they are married to it because they've committed to it before the mint even happened Right. And as soon as that mint goes down, everybody's staring at that roadmap going, when is this coming out? When is this coming out? When is this coming out? And now every time that every day that goes by that something isn't 
checked off on that roadmap, the sentiment and the attitude in the community goes like, can you guys do something? Like, what are you doing behind the scenes? Right. And, you know, Capricks was, you know, potentially an obvious rug when you start to run down all the red flags, but for a project that's making a legitimate stand in this space, um, the roadmap really can hinder your ability to it because the community is so laser focused, like, you know, as if you own some kind of um, stock in the company by owning an NFT that, you know, now all of your, your shareholders are going out there and just saying, when is this happening? What are you guys doing? I just gave you my money and you're not delivering on all your promises, right? Like careful measured approaches to managing your roadmap, managing your expectations are so, so key. Yeah. And any project that's depending too much on its roadmap, even with good intentions is a red flag for me because we, I don't think, I I think a lot of people who get into, get into an NFT project with the best intentions in the world don't understand how difficult it is to execute a lot of the things they're talking about. So, you know, and this is, this is where I I give so much credit to Cenarius. He's very measured and he's very, um, he's very restrained in, in his roadmap. And even now it's a limited merch drop and he's not over promising with these pixel. I am shocked how quick these pixel lemons are getting out. I mean, he was obviously working on them before even the, the main NFT drop, but I think he's, he's executing these pretty closely. And to speak to play loss glitches, no, we're not lemon ambassadors. There's a group called the unofficial devs and I'm not even an unofficial dev. I haven't been asked to be, I'm an unofficial, unofficial dev. And I host, I co-host a show called the morning squeeze with Michael. We have no official capacity with little lemons. We love scenarios. We're friends with him, but that's pretty much it. We're just lemon fans. We're lemon heads. Yeah. And honestly, like um, they are a great case study of what went so right for a project too. just this like great organic growth and and all of that stuff. But um, Alpha Mint, the community was probably 50 of the first hundred members in that discord as well. And uh, just been just been around that ecosystem for a long time. And, you know, we we do love the lemons. It's uh, half of our discord pictures, uh, profile pictures are still lemons in there. So um, yeah, just just bullish on the project and and uh, just a brand that I think uh, is doing the right things. And uh, you know what? Honestly, it was just uh, it was a question that came up, and it was some some good comparison into what we've been talking about and harping and on. Tyler did promise to bring it up at the next time roundtable. Uh, if you like <laughs> the interview yesterday, I hit him with that right at the end. That hard hitting uh, hard hitting question. I said, "Hey." bring it up. He said, sure, sure. No promises, but I'll bring it up at the next, uh, next <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh man. Well, that was a great, that was a great, uh, uh, sidebar there. I mean, we can just quickly rip through the rest of the news. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Great questions from the audience and always appreciate that. Got to find the uh, button to share my screen again there. About um, what's I just, that? I just want to point this one out. Somebody papered a, a lemon to the lemon bot. So there's a bot that will make weth offers on all your lemons for 20% less. So someone accepted the weth at point at point three. This bot turn around, turned around and sold it for point three, point four, three, five, uh, 17 minutes later, 17 minute flip. I just thought I would. It's weird. It's weird in a project that still has consistent and constant volume. Um, bizarre. 
that uh, you you would feel the need to go below floor. I don't know, you know what, what was going on that you need that that so badly that you had to give up a thousand, not a thousand bucks, but well, no, they they had four point two ETH and they needed another point three to buy this uh, Karafuru here. Is that what's going when you, on? You know when you're you know when you need just that point three, you have no fucking clue to where to get it, and you see all these weth offers, you're like ah. <laughs> fucking, ah. I have bad experience with weth offers. I'm not going back there. No, it's, it's a great strategy if you're uh, if you're good and, and consistent with it. Um, yeah, real quickly, Manchester United Tezos set to uh, set for multi year 27 million dollar sponsorship. Uh, Tezos is going to be on their training kit for 27 million dollars per year. That's a that's a lot of money to be uh, advertising on their training kits. But I, I mean, I guess they're, they're going to be in photos and. Um, people go and watch the the practices and whatnot, but uh, yeah, Tezos um, maybe a maybe a L one chain to look for. I know of all of the other alt chains, other than um, Ethereum, is probably the one you're most bullish on. Uh, Manchester United's a, a good person to be in bed with, uh, and you got to think that maybe if that brand ever starts to look to move into the NFT world, uh, that maybe now it will be on Tezos. Yeah, I've always been bullish on Tezos because of the community there, the artists that choose to only put their work on Tezos, you know, whether it's for environmental reasons or because gas is is very negligible. To me, it doesn't matter because the artists on there are fabulous and they put a lot of great original work there. So it always made me gravitate towards Tezos. I almost consider it an NFT collection not an alt L1. Tezos is just its own NFT collection, but they also advertised at um, Shea Stadium last year. So it's not even called Shea anymore, isn't it? What is it called now? The Manchester Stadium? No, uh, in New York. So they, they, Oh, sorry. Yeah. They advertised at the Mets game last year, which I thought was, it was actually when Tezos blew up, they got up to like 10 bucks. I think they're sitting at $3 right now, but I'm always impressed with how Tezos moves. Thank you. City field, Darren. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God. Um, yeah. So I think I'm always impressed how Tezos kind of, has the funds to do these very large uh, advertising deals, so to say. And, you know, they they have great art on chain. We bought the Gap Threads drop. Uh, Hologram and I, Comfy Boy Club, represent Gang Gang. Uh, I'm going to be wearing my Gap hoodie <laughs> at NFT NYC uh, this year in June. Really looking forward to that. They, they only have a large. So when you get this hoodie, it's a large, right? So I may have to, uh, may have to hit the gym here. You got it. Yeah. I mean, Hey, look, it's going to be great to see uh Roger Federer training, um, in his Manchester United Tezos kit. That's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be good for the NFT space. Yeah. Um, we also mentioned Coachella yesterday. Uh, you were saying that it should have been on Tezos. Maybe it should have been, it is launching today. So keep an eye out that on the, uh, Solana, uh, chain um, l- quick mint drop details for you uh, the the 10 lifetime passes I can't even imagine how much those are going to go for but um, if you're looking at getting in on the uh, the 10,000 item drop I believe it's $180 USD and they're going to be pricing it in USD or sorry the 1,000 uh, one and then there's going to be a 10,000 generative drop later but I could buy it with Seoul 
and they're pricing it in dollars or you got <clears throat> Yeah, I think that they just like pricing things in dollars and I think it'll be the equivalency of Seoul. Please don't quote me on that because uh, again, like I'm only mentioning it cuz it's Coachella. Um but um I, you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time looking into anything going on on Solana cuz I'm just not pr- probably not going to participate especially in this one. Ooh, what is an NFT? Let's click on that. What is an <laughs> NFT stands for non-fungible token. It's a -a one-of-a-kind digital token that you could buy and sell. These tokens represent just about anything, and they use blockchain technology to prove ownership. The more you know. Oh, my God. I'm so glad. I actually didn't even realize it stood for non-fungible token. (laughs) (laughs) I I love saying the non-fungies. Non-fungies. Yeah, you misspelt it on Twitter, and NBO is making fun of you. Deal with it. Funigis. Funigis. I don't know. Unities? You fat fingered the fungies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, you know, I love like when you say something wrong, you get the chat going. I really tried to just lob you guys up a home run by saying uh, Roger Federer playing for Manchester United. Not one of you fucking took it. So hmm. I see uh, you couldn't get me with that bait because I don't even know what those words mean. I assume <laughs> that's a foosball player <laughs> who plays for, you know. He is a tennis player. He is a tennis player. But uh, we had a lot of fun trolling you guys that one day with uh, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, was it? Or um, Neymar. 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 About his board ape. Mm -hmm. Uh, South Park takes on Matt Damon's Crypto.com commercial. I wish I could show this to you, but I will get, uh, or we will get DMCA'd on YouTube for doing so. But uh, they made fun of um, Matt Damon's fortune favors the bold crypto.com or fortune favors the brave crypto.com ad um basically cartman's mom is arguing with the principal about how she can't let cartman stay home at school because she's got to go to work because she lost all of her money because matt damon told her fortune favors the brave uh just a funny little nod in there and uh you know the 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 the, the commercial itself got enough backlash as it was a little cornball but uh it you know it is what it is south park yeah. remains just like Going Goated. after anyone and everyone, and you love it. You you want South Park to be talking about you, honestly. Goaded, baby. Yeah, they're, they're NFT. I, I told R2 this story the other day. The first time anybody, you know, I always go into my club downtown and I talk about NFTs because it consumes my life and my mind. And it, there's a lot of artists there, right? So that's that tends to be what I bring up with them. This was the first time I walked in the club and they started bringing NFTs up to me it was after this South Park episode aired so i think it just shows how culturally relevant they still are and it is it's a it's a big sign that your industry is quote unquote making it when a south park takes a swipe at you so shout out 20 25th season they're in as well that's pretty incredible i mean they like i there was a great article everybody should go check out one day that into a week of south park production like seeing these guys process was very inspiring for me i i think people should go find that article if they could find it one day it was written at the time of the barack obama john mccain episode if you remember how much of a national phenomena that episode was because they predicted the winner of the election in the show and nobody knew how they did it, but they, that this article goes into how is because they literally don't send it to comedy central. 
till like three minutes before it's supposed to like these guys are editing and working on this show until the minute it leaves their hands to be aired on uh comedy central so just really really amazing work process and ethic by these guys you guys should check that out yeah, there's um, there's actually like a documentary. I think it's called like One Week or or One Week Day or I don't know something. Is it basically mm-hmm. just goes through them creating an episode yeah. in real time because it does, um, you know, uh, things like The Simpsons. They'll have their episodes done way, way, way far in advance and whatnot. Right. And they they are they just pump these out because they touch on anything that's relevant. They are never a year behind because they already have their episodes mm-hmm. done. Um, and their lawyer has a very, very full-time job or their team of lawyers. I have no doubt because, uh, they really do push the limits on what they say, um, and, and what they, what they put out there, but it is very, very poignant. Uh, and they were only commentary. censored once in their entire history. Do you remember when they were only censored once? Yeah. Um, they no, tried I don't. To, they did a three episode arc with Mohammed in the, Oh, right. You yeah. remember that? Yeah. 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 I am. They, they, they're not afraid of uh, who they piss off. Because, oh, no. Uh, they I, can, they are, can safely say they're willing to piss off anybody. It's not. Uh, yeah, they, I, they, they would risk their lives. That is literally what they would have been doing with that episode. No exaggeration. These yeah. Guys, things, they're amazing. Yep. 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 Um, all right. Let's uh, let's move on. You had a great conversation with Ether Orx yesterday on Twitter Spaces with Maz. Great reception. Uh, I looked at the Twitter stats. It looks like you had uh, like 350 people tune in. Maybe it wasn't all at once, um, but you had the team from Ether Orx up there. They are an incredible group of developers that, as we mentioned earlier in the show, just continue to deliver at a high level. They continue to add great things into their game, into their ecosystem uh, with a lot of thought to keep it going their floor pl- floor price has uh reflected that throughout this run too i mean it was as low as 0.4 for a while there the last time we talked to them on twitter spaces it was just like a quick run up to one eth and now here we are maybe six weeks later sitting at a uh 2.6 eth floor they still move uh there's the ether orc allies which um you know are putting in a lot of work in there too up to 1.3 that was not nearly that high uh just a few days ago and there's no ogres which is really interesting that's just shamans who have actually already minted out okay I think ogre, right? just ogre yeah what's the cheap what's the uh 1.9 for the uh wow. cheap, oh two two ETH for the cheapest ogre. Wow. Um but wow. they dropped a little bit of uh a little bit of alpha on the spaces. We're gonna be um putting that up on YouTube for you guys to listen to as well. Uh, I'm gonna work on that after the show and get those up for you. Um but if you are into ether orcs and are are continuing to participate or looking for an entrance, I'd highly recommend uh you know, going to check that out. Do you want to give us a little bit of a uh, TLDR on the uh, on the spaces that you had with them? Well, absolutely. And I want to just a huge shout out to Agmar and a- an icon because the first alpha that was dropped on by Etherorks may have been alpha to most people listening. But thanks to our resident uh, Etherorc experts, Agmar and Icon, and maybe a few others, I, forgive me if I didn't list you, we figured out that you needed three lava rocks, okay? And that you also needed uh, to get a superb outcome to get these lava rocks. So if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, we just ended our shaman phase as far as who we are minting in the allies collection. We've moved on to ogres, right? And shamans were relatively conventional. You minted them, you rolled them up to a certain level so that they could produce potions for you. You can either 
use these potions to make your orcs heal and do raids quicker, or you could sell them on the open market if you're a farmer. There was a bit of a twist when ogres came about as the raiding dynamics changed, so it's not as easy to acquire bone shards now. The, the, the raids in which to acquire bone shards need more zug for less shards, okay? So this is, this is already kind of steepening that curve as how fast allies can mint, how much it costs you, all that type of stuff. But we noticed the top level had some weird, weird stats to it. Now, first of all, you needed to be a minimum of a 190 level orc. Very few people have orcs on this level. Um, to train an orc, they get three levels per day. If you put them into training, they could advance three levels per day. So if you were, as an example, a 100 level orc, it would take you 33 days of just training to get up to a point where you could attack this last loot pool. Now, this is the lava monster loot pool. And I know I'm saying the name wrong, but when you go to this loot pool, you spend less Zug than the previous pool, which already raised some eyebrows. Like, that's weird. This is the pool you need the highest level for, but it's less Zug. And the bone shard rewards are about half the previous level. Now, even before we knew what was up, there was obviously something weird about this level. We didn't quite get it. Well, there was a leak in the orc discord that a special lava skin that you could acquire for your ogres was attainable only in this last loot pool. This lava skin is very rare. It would give your ogre just on the secondary a value of two to three times what an average one would get because it has this rare skin. And after doing some digging into the code, like I said, our resident orc experts found out that you need to get the superb reward in this loot pool and get three of them. So you need to get three lava rocks to get this skin. Now, orcs had broke this news yesterday. It gave a lot of people uh, an idea now of what these lava rocks are and do. As you can see on R2's screen, there are actually a few of them for sale. If you wanted to get an idea about how much these lava, you know, how much one of these lava ogres would be worth, well, it would cost you right now about six ETH to make one manually with the lava rocks available on the open market. The average ogre goes for about two ETH. So that's about a three X it would cost you. We'll see if that price drops as more of these whales get these lava rocks. A lot of them are just selling them on OpenSea, as you can see here, instead of trying to construct uh, the actual skin, because most of the maniacal people playing this game are max min traders. They don't care about the lore, the fun, the game. They're just very uh, methodical in how they are extracting value from ether orcs. So that's what you're seeing here with the lava rocks. That was the first piece of alpha. What was more interesting to me was they started talking about land, okay? We've, we know metaverse land and, and all these different types of floating 3D land parcels are one of the hottest metas around. We just saw another one. What was it called? Meta Central? Meta City? Metascapes? No, that was the, Meta, uh, the generative art. There was one that just- Metroverse. Uh, the other day. Je Metroverse. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Just the other day- Huge floor, uh, nano pass, all of these things. Well, we knew orcs were getting their own land. But to me, the revelation yesterday 
These guys are building their own metaverse. This blew my mind because R2 and I always sit here like, man, we really love this 3D floating land, but like, what do we do with it? Does it plug into another metaverse? Are they making their own metaverse? Like what could do? Well, orcs very plainly said yesterday. So all Genesis orcs are going to get an airdrop of land. So people always ask, you know, how should I enter the game? What should I buy? Quite frankly, I think that land is going to be huge. I think that you buy a Genesis Orc right now, so you have access to that land, okay? And this, to me, is really exciting news from a team that executes. You know, we talk about how the NFT industry is built on promises. Well, all this team does is execute. And that little bit of alpha from them yesterday has me so, so excited for the future. They also confirmed that they are friends and talking with the guys who run the treasure ecosystem over at Magic. We had been hearing rumors and maybe not so much rumors because they had talked about it uh, themselves. The team had mentioned Magic and the treasure ecosystem, but there was not much uh, confirmation on exactly how they were going to be incorporated. And while we still don't really know. They definitely confirmed that there is a partnership in the works. Somehow orcs will be uh, interacting with the treasure ecosystem. And I know a lot of people in Alpha Mint were curious as to that and whether it was going to happen, how it's going to work. So that was a big yes from that. There is something coming. We don't exactly know what it is, but man, they dropped alpha after alpha after alpha on that show. The team answered uh, audience member questions. They really went into depth on some of the strategies both they are using. Everyone should go check out the recording. If you go to Maz's Twitter, you could very easily see it's his last space. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's on there too, yeah. Yep, yep. And the last spaces that he held, uh, the recording is there, so you can just go and play it. You know, listen to these guys. They're, whether you are a player, whether you are a project creator, or whether you are someone who is just interested in P2E, Listen to these guys talk. They're the best in the game. Oh, yeah. If you want to bet on a team, I mean, like, look no further, right? Like, this is, it's what it is. Um, I just for a little bit more color in the AM show chat on Discord, Josh is saying um, he bought his orc during the big dip a while ago. So I would assume between 0.4 and 0.8, somewhere in there. With the current price of ETH and the price of Zug, his orc has already paid for itself in Zug. That's pretty incredible, actually. Yeah. I mean, it, this is what I think people don't are. And this is what normies, this is my favorite story to tell somebody who doesn't understand NFTs. I love to explain to them. Did you know I'm earning passive income from an NFT? <laughs> like, what are you t- explaining a utility token to them and all that stuff? But help look at orcs in which I have easily. Now I minted my orcs for free, but don't get me wrong. I'm sure I spent, you know, half an ETH or, or an ETH on actions on L1 and originally. This hasn't been, you know, I have had to put money into this. I did sell a couple orcs into orc gods to try to get liquidity for what I thought would be a giant gas war I was going to be participating in. Um, so since then, though, I have sold Zug a few times for ETH, and I have gotten more money out of the game than I put in, and I'm sitting on 30 ETH in Orc assets as well. And it's all from these, these minting phases, the game that they are the game that they are playing. The value in 
these orcs has been absolutely incredible. One of the things we were joking with the boys about last night was I said, forget Tether. During this last market crash, we were rotating all our money into Zug. <laughs> well, the Zug was the most stable coin out there. And wow. actually incredibly deflationary, too. There was yeah, some charts going around that like every day more Zug was being burned than uh, yeah. actually being being produced. And while the world was burning down around us with Ethereum falling 40% and, and NASDAQ falling 20%, Zug was up. Zug went from like a buck 50 to 250. It's cooled off. It's between two and and 220 now or something like that. But it is hard to overstate how stable uh, Zug has been, how in demand it is for people playing this game. Because quite frankly, there's just not enough around. I mean, I if I want to go raid right now, I got to go buy Zug. I'm not producing enough on a daily basis to get all my uh, allies who are eligible to raid to raid. So, you know, I'm trying to be... I'm not dumping, dumping, dumping money into the game constantly. I'm not a giant whale with with dozens of orcs and, and trying. Oh, no. What would you see? I just saw uh, glitches through. Do you see BTC pumping? What was it at? 37 when uh, I, I did the, the recap of crypto and it is rushing towards 40 right now. And okay. ETH just crossed 2900. So well, you know why? I mean, the stock market. If you if you had bearish positions coming into the stock market today, they are going to carry you out on a fucking stretcher. If you don't, I was I was I was hoping you were going to tie that back into orcs, but you did not. <laughs> I was like, well, um, I, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Elaine just asked if she has a Genesis Ether orc, um, but I, but don't, doesn't have the time to play. Can she lend? The orc. Um, Great question. That was brought up yesterday. This is something, and shout out to In Business, who also came up on stage and brought this up. Um, yeah, they they are contemplating the ability to rent your orc. I think the reason, yes, Icon is saying it will come. Uh, yes, they did say it yesterday on the show. I think the reason they haven't up until this point is it's a little more passive than your average. Now let's look at critters because critters, at least for me, this was like the renting revelation because this critters is Minecraft, right? You need to devote hours a day to play this game properly. It just wasn't my bag. I, I don't play Minecraft. I didn't really get it or understand it. I could rent these critters out to people who played it and they're in there actively every day playing and earning me block. Orcs are a little different. Now, I understand when you're someone like in business or Blumenthal and, and you have dozens or hundreds of orcs that getting in there and spending your valuable, valuable time of which you're paid thousands an hour to go in there and roll a bunch of orcs may not be optimal. Uh, for them, renting would be great right now. For most of us, I actually I'm in the opposite camp like i maybe get to do all my orc actions once a week and then the rest of the week i log on just like could, could you guys go a little faster like i want to do more orc stuff like look like i just i log on and look like 10 times i told them this last night like that's how great a game did you literally do can the devs do something <laughs> I, I did say that because <laughs> baz baz asked them when something was coming on the roadmap and they were like did you just ask us when 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 and then the whole stage Love started it. when 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 it went quiet and i said can the devs do something 
Yeah. Well, hey, you have great comedic, 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 comedic timing too. So, um, fuck, I, I wish I, uh, well, I mean, I was, I was doing stuff, so I couldn't attend, but I know. Uh, well, I got to listen to well, it. Today. The last message I got for you was fuck this shit. I'm going out drinking. That was the last <laughs> obeyed last night. So. Okay. So <laughs> if you want, if you want some context, um, raid party, uh, minted Ooh. yesterday, it actually finally did go down. Um, it went very, very quickly. Uh, and, and you know what, we, we've talked about it on the show about how, you know, you give credit where credit is due when somebody realizes that something is, is going to inhibit a drop from, from going smoothly, uh, that they can come out and say, you know, you're going to have to just bear with us. We've seen cool cats do it. Cool cats, uh, cool pets, by the way, supposed to go down on Monday for the allow list and Tuesday now for the public sale. So basically a week delay, hope that actually goes through and we can kind of get some of that momentum and that, you know, um, just get let people spend their ETH on that and get it over with is basically what I'm trying to say. But in the in terms of raid party, I mean it, it was it was a little rocky there. They mentioned that it was going to go at, down at 4 p.m. Um, it it kind of came and went. They said you're going to have to bear with us. Then it was like you know a little bit. They said you know 5:15 is when it's going down. Um, we've got it all sorted out. And then like 5:30 came and went, and like you still kind of hadn't really heard from them. Uh, and then finally, it was going to say, okay, 6 p.m., it's done and dusted. We want to give everybody a chance to uh, to to get in there. So it's going to go down in like 15, 20 minutes or something. And then at like 5.58, and it's a couple minutes early, but it is what it is. I mean, you've been glued to the screen for that long. Uh, 5.58, the link went live. So a couple minutes early, yeah. But, you know, you, you kind of just have that expectation and be like, okay, 6 o'clock, I got to watch. And then like... I, I clicked on that link as fast as I possibly um, could as soon as I saw it. And I, I mean, they were all long gone by then. Um, so it is what it is. But I, I was just like, it's one of those things that you start to realize, like, you know, sometimes you just need to get away from the screen. Right. And uh, it's it's easy to say this should have happened. That should have happened. But at the end of the day, it was just like this and, frustration and think- of like, you just you want it so bad. Like, I really wanted to grab more of these off the mint rather than secondary because I'm looking forward to playing the game. I had this like hyped up idea in my mind that like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to I'm going to get one of these things. It's going to go great. And it just didn't go my way. But, you know, kudos to everybody that did manage to get one. I think it's going to be a great cook if you're trying to flip it i think it's going to be an even better game if you're trying to play it but it was just one of those things it was just like man i just i need to like just step away for a little bit you know i have not seen r2 this bullish on anything i mean that this is what i got from that story this guy was chump i mean first of all he's been picking up fighters off the secondary he's been talking about this this drop for i don't know how long and i knew he was salty yesterday when he couldn't get uh, any more in the reservation just because he's this R2 is stacking fighters. He could be the leader of our uh, AM guild here. We're not sure. We're going to see. But I, think I, yeah, I don't know about that. But yeah. <laughs> some ether orcs, uh, uh, FOMO here. Some retribution. You got to get in there. This is going to be your, your thing. I can't wait till confetti. Uh, I would say it's 25% escalated by having to watch ether orcs go down with you guys for the past three months and, yeah. uh, and, and watching the, the fun and uh, all of the. Um, well, I'm, I am just like, if you knew how pumped and how like anxious and excited I am for this, I picked more fighters up off the secondary. I, I can't wait till I get my, my fighter airdrop to me. I know reveal is on Sunday. We're going to have a lot more to say about raid party here in the coming days. We are going to have the first exclusive interview with raid party. The reveal is this Sunday. Uh, go grab them while you can. And yeah, shout out to Zark, shout out to Raid Party. 
looking forward. Yeah, I mean, you know, the one the one thing now for for raid party, if I have to say, is that the expectations are going to be very high. The hype is very high. Um, you know, the 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 minting process wasn't cheap. I'm not personally upset about that. I mean, they they got their funding, and you know, there's there's all of this access to resources now that they should have. So I think it's going to be amazing. But you know, it's it's going to have some lofty standards to live up to, and I'm uh, I'm I'm very excited to to dig into it. No question. Um, all right. I see some people uh, talking about um, Gen Z a little earlier. Not sure what that was. I did pull it up. Uh, I, I haven't seen this, but it looked like it minted a while ago in September. If somebody wants to provide a little bit more context as to why this is all of a sudden being spoken about now, um, it looks like maybe it's gone on a bit of a run. I'm not sure. Um, we also talked about um, the uh, beans, dumb ways to die yesterday. They are a, a large, um, well, fairly large mobile uh, game producer that is doing an uh, NFT project on the ETH chain. They minted out their allow list of 5,000, and I believe the public sale is going live today. But we were pretty critical of their mint price. I'm going to pull that up on the screen right now. It was 0.3 to sell this. And, you know, we were kind of talking about how, you know, you're trying to onboard new users. Maybe 0.3 is a big ask. When you put that into USD, it's pretty expensive, especially for their first foray into it. The mint did go down. They've had about 770 ETH in volume traded, but it is kind of floundering just above mint price when you factor in if there's going to be any kind of gas uh, to be paid on this. It might be... Um, this was whitelist or they sold out? I didn't see. Uh, I believe the pre-sale was yesterday and okay. the public sale is today. If I got that wrong, I, I think that that's what's going down. I'm well, sure somebody can clear that up for me. But I'm... Often yeah. the public sale can juice the price if it goes really well. And and they have done 770 ETH in volume, which is pretty impressive. So we'll see here. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I just think that it's getting perilously close to cheaper to buy off secondary than to mint. And that really starts to spin the tires a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think we better keep an eye on Bitcoin here, R2. Uh, you know, if, if is it just going a little crazy right here, NFTs are going to be taking the week off. Yeah, it's uh it's pushing it's pushing forty for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh and the ETH is 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 making a run at four thousand too. Shit. Four thousand, that's impressive. Three thousand, I think you mean. I did mean three thousand. <laughs> four thousand would have been absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I actually did want to uh, give a, a shout out to Lost Glitches. Um, Alexi was kind enough to to give me a private rundown of his project um, and and send me some stuff to look at. Uh, let me pull that up on there. I was pleasantly surprised while I was looking through the whale watching thing in the Alpha Mint Moon Lounge to see that Zeneca kind of did some floor sweeps on his project. So congrats to you. I know you got some really exciting stuff on the horizon um, for, you know, you've been working uh, pretty tirelessly on making this project um, a success. Uh, And to see someone like Zeneca kind of just pick it up and, and light up some of the whale watching uh, to, tools, you know, looks like you got some volume out of that. So, uh, yeah. shout out to you, and we appreciate all of the support you give us in the uh, in the AM show. Just coming in here and chatting day in and day out. So, I appreciate that, and uh, and and you guys uh, looking forward to seeing what else is to come. You guys want some Karafuru breaking news? Yeah, maybe, let's talk maybe, about Karafuru. Maybe it should have been Karafugazi here because the founder Jay Jowle 
whitelisted 30 of his own addresses and and minted and max Uh-oh. minted via multiple uh, wallets. And in, those wallets are are certainly selling on the secondary right now as we speak. Oh, he's dumping on the secondary with them? To this hype. So I just Shut want up. to be everyone. Wa- this is sec. I am reading a tweet that is supposedly putting up the evidence. This is an allegation. We do not have any proof yet. I have to read this. I am telling you breaking news that is coming up as people are saying, pause, don't buy on the secondary. I can't tell if this is a moralistic move like, oh, no, this is unethical don't do this, or if this guy is actually dumping uh, onto the floor after aping his own project. I'd like more clarification. So go check out that tweet if you're in the DGen Dojo. I'll put it in the general chat. We don't know anything yet. This is one tweet. It is not an indication of guilt, but go do your research uh, before you mint. I'll put it in the general chat right now. Yeah, not a good look if that actually comes to light. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I always yeah put a little asterisk beside it when something's breaking because we don't want to do anyone here. But I'm going to pass on any relevant information I see. So let's keep an eye on this Carafuru still sitting at a 4.2 floor as we speak. 4.2, unreal. Uh, so the presale allow list kind of went down yesterday. I actually think these look pretty good. They do. Um, they do. Like the this art. is a, a fun fun art style. Great style, yeah. Uh, I'm curious just to kind of dig in to see what all of the floors look like. But I mean, this is a, this is a good looking profile picture, if I'm being honest with you. That one I, like I hate that. for some reason, but the style well, amazing. The style is amazing. I, you know, look. Sorry, I shouldn't say like this specific one, but it like it fits nicely. It's got big, bold, traits, oh, like shit. big colors, clean lines. Like, you know what I mean? This I'm going to take as damning evidence because, you know, Dark Illidan knows how to read these things. And it's very he is saying that you can see the ETH being sent out to many wallets. He is minting and then selling them. He even used his own fucking ENS name. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, and again, you know, this is the moralistic side of things. Like, do people who are making thousands of dollars right now give three shits? No, of course not. You're going to protect your bag or whatever. So I'm, I'm not fighting the price here, but this does seem to be corroborated now by people I trust. So. He is he did buy a bunch and is dumping them on the secondary right now. Yeah, I mean, if even if you're minting. So um, Casper saying, I think he just minted for the team. That's fine. You definitely want to have some kind of agreement uh-huh. with your team that you're yeah. getting these two that you're not yeah. selling for a little bit like you don't have. There's no point, actually, you, you know, eventually it's OK to sell here and there. Uh, but like pre-reveal dumping into volume not a you know why look because these guys have the metadata don't forget that you know they oh. they know they know which nfts they these are before you do okay great point they yeah. can literally go out there and dump the commons on you don't there may be no rares on the floor right now because these guys are literally looking at the whole cards that you can't see and i will say this when uh, when r2 brought up that picture the reason i said i didn't really like that one is exactly what season season is saying in the chat it looks exactly like takashi murakami like it literally go look at takashi's work like that is as clear a rip off of it as i've ever i seen. did get shades of that yeah no, no doubt um but i mean i agree with like that's what his project this is what his project should have looked like right like when he is doing his own i mean it's 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 Mercado. I know those, haunts, those but pixel flowers are like, mm, yeah. like leave okay. something to be desired. You know it's Mercado, but uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I can't disagree with you there. But, you know, we will see what comes of this. It seems to be confirmed now. Um, and, you know, here's what's and, – and, again, we t- there's nothing wrong with the team. Mint. I'm all for the team should have an allotment. They should get to mint. Yeah, you work hard on this. You you're a part of it. You want to have some stake in it, yeah. or just even just the enjoyment of having a couple of oh, these, no doubt. For sure. And I'm not even against the team members selling. Now, you know, dumping a, a, a on the floor is completely different than that. So this is this is crossing a line. Certainly, uh, all you know, traders are pointing out right now. It it really you know surprised me. The one big kind of. Um, smudge on Azuki that never really got talked about was the Azuki wallet sniping a re- <laughs> pre-reveal um, from somebody that had listed well before the reveal process, like seven days before the reveal. And uh, they picked up one before the metadata had refreshed on OpenSea. And, and, and I, I just thought that was um, suspect as fuck, but nobody wanted to talk about it. And uh, Azuki is where it is now, so it's it's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna grab my pitchfork and start rallying the troops. So, you know, we've seen worse stuff happen, and and uh, projects rebound from that or just completely get ignored. But um, regardless, it's not a good look. But uh, I kind of got my times me- messed up. Public sale is going live tomorrow, and the mint just actually went down. Um, a couple hours ago, and this is the already the action that's happened. Three thousand ETH in volume. Uh, it was up to a five ETH floor for a little bit there, and um, and yeah, it's cr- crazy. Um, similar to the artifact fiasco. Yeah, I mean the artifact fiasco uh, was a little bit different. Like they withheld the Marikamis um, out of the pool despite advertising X amount of them, and you know no it's way. it's. One- <laughs> they had special one of ones made for the team that they kept out. They didn't keep the one of ones that would have normally gone into the. Yeah, but it was out of the total amount of one of ones that they advertised. That they advertised, right? yes, and that's the hard thing, right? Because you know, you everyone wants to play the you know the golden holographic Charizard lottery when you open these up and they reveal and whatnot, and then finding out that they were never actually in the uh, in the in the spot to begin with was. Um, you know, uh, uh, an unfortunate marketing move for them. That's all I would say. I don't think anyone would have had any issue if they said, you know, we're releasing 14 Murakami one of ones and we're making seven for the team. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I think that would have been a different uh, story. But anyways, they are where they are there. It hasn't slowed them down yet. So uh, let's watch this go down, um, I guess, tomorrow. 5,555 of them. And I believe it's a point one mint. So this is already looking like an absolute cook. Um, I don't have much more context about uh, Kara Furu if you do, but we can move on if you don't. Move on. Uh, move on. Another project we talked about yesterday, and I saw someone call them Degenerative Dungeons, which I thought was funny. Uh, Generative Dungeon minted its allow list yesterday. It is sitting at uh, about a point four floor for a point one mint, and I just liked these. The pre uh, the um. Sorry, my apologies. The public sale is going down today at 4 p.m. It is still going to be 0.1 ETH to mint, and there's about 600 of them left. Uh, so based on the 4X that it's already in, you're going to have to be quick on the trigger for this one, and it is max one per wallet. So you might have a chance, but I do think that anybody that's using the bot is probably going to be able to snap these up pretty quickly. Um, but a fun project and something that's doing uh, something pretty unique, right? Yep. I think it's pretty unique. Yeah. Looking yeah. good. 
another one that somebody brought up to me this morning was Ape Kids Club is doing another drop uh, based around football or soccer for the uh, North Americans. But uh, yeah, I mean, these were a project that, you know, hit above one ETH for a little bit there when they mint. They've, you know, held their own actually, 0.4 through all of this nice ownership distribution and uh, 11,000 ETH traded. These were definitely one of the uh, derivative projects that I would, you know, put under quality. Um, the quality tag, I think that you, you, universally they were pretty well enjoyed, but uh, yeah, they've got another thing coming up too. The uh, the marketing and stuff that they've done for it actually looks really good too. I've been uh, just kind of scrolling through it and, you know, I, I'm not going to be minting these or taking part. I'm not sure what the process is, but just something that popped up. I thought I would bring it up and, and share. I've only minted one ape derivative in my life. Was it Gossip? It was. Gossip. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, those are doing pretty good. I mean, they're they're experiencing the same kind of depression in floor that uh, that everybody else is. But uh, I, think I mean, they- someone just undercut the lemon floor by ten percent. I mean, I'm snooping around this person's wallet right now. I, Why I'm didn't you buy it? I have a you, very, you do a detective work now. I have a very very particular set of skills. I will <laughs> find you. <laughs> you will zest you and oh, you. You know, this fucker has three swamp. <laughs> verse frogs in his wallet not one of them is for sale these hideous fucking swamp verse frogs that you put up that gorgeous this isn't just a lemon this is a gorgeous scuba mask i mean what a whatever breathe man breathe yeah yeah yeah. it's fine it's fine i won't i won't call this person out by name oh man uh illidan is saying uh to break even at the mint for um for uh is it Karafuru that you're talking about is 15,000 guay. That's uh, that's going to get so, sent. Holy shit. So what's the mint price though? So it's what, like 0.1 or something? Yeah, it's not very expensive. Let me double check on what, what that was. But uh, um, I, I, pre-sale 9 a.m. 0.2. Okay. So. Yeah, Dark, that's a pretty pathetic portfolio you have with only three... <laughs> In there, selling your one lemon. You have three of those ugly frogs. You sell your one lemon. Well, Swampers must be like, what does Swampers say? I don't know. I'm going to go look right now. Do it. How dare you do. 0.5. Disgusting. Disgusting. Selling frogs. (laughs) <laughs> let's talk about timepieces a little bit um we had them on uh we had uh it's timo on and this guy's uh is a fantastic interview he was great to talk about you just set him up with a question and he just gives you amazing answers um but timepieces is dropping i believe next week we had some allow list spots to give away that was very exciting and the interview was very great what's your uh what's your take on this one of the things that i love about time is that you know it's not you know, in the same vein as like a Pepsi or something where they just make some, you know, microphone profile pictures, throw them out there and say, yeah, wag me, we're going to make it right. Um, time is actually looking at how their previous mints have gone down, um, trying to um, improve, trying to add some gamification into to what's going down, bringing other artists in. I loved that concept of they choose one artist to kind of uh, collaborate with or a bunch of artists, and each of those artists get to choose one of their favorite artists. So I think that's a really cool way of kind of sharing the love and spreading it out and seeing some unique and new things go down. And uh, they have Slices of Time, which is an NFT that's kind of commemorating their 100-year history. You know, And, and these, this isn't a Web 2 company. It's not a Web 1 company 
company. This is like a pure through and through legacy media company that, you know, under Keith Grossman's tutelage is uh, is really adopting the Web3 space in a great way. Um, what was your takeaways from listening to Timo's talk about this? I said it to Timo yesterday, okay, and to the audience, because I, I believe it's really true. I think that time has been slightly overshadowed by the newer entities getting into the industry recently. And I don't mean overshadowed in, in an intrinsic, like literal way, but I mean that people forget how big of a deal it was when Cool Cats were announced as the official NFT partner of Time magazine. I can't remember a more mainstream move in our industry before that. This was this was a, a seed change that is still being played out as time is essentially a conduit now for projects like Toy Boogers, uh, for Cool Cats to help them get licensing deals in the mainstream world. This is absolutely uh, the most important web two entity to ever move into web three keith is a visionary the um the ceo of time magazine and their first drop was spectacular they say there were some problems with it i actually don't believe there were that many i didn't think so either i watched it go down i wanted to participate but it was at my old job right they are such a a good a good-hearted entity that they wanted to make it quote unquote right for their community. I think they went overboard in a good way. Like, I don't think that they needed to. I thought the first time drop was spectacular. All right. Some people, uh, whatever. They decided to make it right for people. And on this drop, they're actually adding a little gamification to it, which I love. They are going, everybody gets basically a ticket and this ticket has a a famous cover from Time Magazine on it, reworked for these NFTs uh, by the guy who actually designs their covers currently, DW. And you will have a choice to either hold this or burn it for one of the Time pieces of art that they've collaborated now with 38 artists, some of which are Klon and Vinnie Hager and Beeple. And you can have a chance to get one of these. Some of them are one of ones. Some of them are editions of, say, 10. Some are slightly larger editions, but these are very desirable piece of art, pieces of art you may burn your initial NFT to acquire. They've added some gamification. They've partnered with the best artists in the game. And ever since their Genesis drop, I think the timepieces are one of the most um, looked forward to drops in this industry whenever they do happen i am really excited for it and just talking with their community manager yesterday it's timo i think you can see why they have absolute all-stars on that team and you know really really amazing i also wanted to shout out uh, a, a young hero named darren who bought that lemon he is listening to our <laughs> show right now uh, he His bought 12 lemon beautiful lemon beautiful Not- lemon. Not a bad 12th lemon to pick up at all. These, uh, yeah, the, the time artwork here is just phenomenal. I love this uh, New York 2120 uh, piece here. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch this go down. Uh, I, I mean, you know what? The, the thing is, a lot of people kind of have some pushback on these, these old school media companies or old, old 
franchises or, you know, brands moving into Web3 and saying, you know, we don't need your kind here and whatnot. But if there's one that I think is actually uh, like really lends itself to legitimacy, it is time. Um, I said it to Timo and uh, I'll say it again here. Like I've actually used time as um, some validation when I quit my job in a restaurant to come into NFTs and people are like, NFTs, what? I'm like, you know, brands like Time are moving into this like full steam ahead, right? It's not just some pipe dream. It's not some flash in the pan when Time is angling their entire media empire into the Web3 space so that they can survive another hundred years. It really does say something. And uh, again, there isn't a person above the age of 30 that isn't like wholeheartedly aware of what time is and what it means to, you know, traditional media. Completely. And, you know, I, we are, we got allow list spots for our community. We are going to be participating in that drop, really looking forward to it. And I am going to be ideally buying one to keep. I think there's good strategy in keeping one of those ones that is a time cover and then burn one and try to go for uh, maybe a one-on-one Beeple here. would be fun. Yeah, the Beeple's uh, fly off the shelf. Correct me if I'm wrong. These pre-reveal back in September for the Genesis drop that they had were like, what, five, six plus ETH more? The average price was 3.5. They did get up to five ETH at one point. They are sitting at about 0.4 right now, which does feel obviously like a very big pullback. And it is. But if you were lucky enough to get a rare, obviously you made very good money. And it is basically the rare lottery when you buy these things pre-reveal and play them, these are historic. This is this is something to, you know, if you don't want to look at it every day, put in your hidden folder, forget about for a few years. And then when we are on <clears throat> timepieces drop number 50, and, and we've really penetrated the mainstream mindshare, people are going to look back to the Genesis drop and the few after it, and uh, they'll get quite the premium. So sit tight. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I'm. Uh, I, I these are one of those ones that like I want to hold because in like ten years you're gonna have one of the original time drops. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. can't say enough about this. I mean, Vinny Hager, his letters stuff. Oh, I'm in love. I'm in love. Great. Yeah, this is oh, great. some of what he's got going on there for time. Mm-hmm. You know, these are not generative. These are all hand drawn by him. His collection is hand drawn. <laughs> I mean, it is wildly impressive. Uh, shout out Vinny Hager. Dope. Uh, I see somebody in the chat. James is asking if we've looked into Tron Tron Wars. Other than pulling it up and mentioning that it is going down today, I haven't looked a whole lot into it. The pre-sale is going down at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, The mint price is 0.15 ETH, and the supply is going to be 8,888. Maybe I wasn't overly concerned about this with cat bricks for some reason, but the one thing that caught me on this is that you know, um, Disney, very protective about their IP and the name Tron. So um, if there was something that I was worried about, maybe that would be it. But I mean, this is, uh, you know, 3D metaverse ready kind of models. Uh, If they're sneak peeks are any indication i think that they look far better than like mechaverse but um i you know i don't really have a strong opinion one way or another on these i tend to shy away from 3d uh, generative projects just because it's not um it's not in my wheelhouse i i've never had great success with them and um you know i just 
you know, it's, it's a game that somebody else can play. I don't know if you've seen these free market. They're highly detailed. They, you know, they're, they're high quality art if this is any indication of it. But, you know, when you start to scale that down into a profile picture, uh, it, this is, it's like too detailed. You won't really get to use it. So, you know, until metaverse adoption is in full force, I mean, it's not, uh, not really my play, but uh, I, I don't see any reason why these couldn't, do well they they look pretty good they look great i just don't like them as you said it's not my style so i i but they look fabulous yeah this is awesome i I mean i love that type of thing they look great i can't i i wouldn't knock it at all i don't know anything about the dynamics of the project so i couldn't give high level analysis on it i also hear a lot about this pixelmon yet i i have zero idea what it is people bring it up every day to me i don't know what it is can someone bring it up well we brought it up on the show um what is last week do you remember we talked about it last week it's like the pokemon minecraft kind of crossover or at least the original was um pixelmon was like a mod for minecraft a while ago Mm. uh and i think they're getting in nft spaces i told you guys that i would look into it and i lied i did not not let me see it what's that oh you want me to pull it up pull it up i'd like to give my gut reaction here maybe i'll be spicy let's see uh, no, I mean, I, I think the first reaction when we originally showed it to you was um, was fairly good. Pixelmon like NFT, maybe this is it. Oh, yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it does look good. Um, yeah, people are saying it's uh, the hardest whitelist, can't get in. It's hmm. like Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, very... BT, I'm guessing, a utility token and all that, that goody, goody stuff. Well, let's see. There's Pixelmon. These are the creatures that are in game, somewhat uh, similar to Pokemon, and that's fine. Um, and and for for some context, uh, Pixelmon, the 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 Pokemon, e- or sorry, the uh, like the Minecraft thing has been around for a while and hasn't had any big fights. Um, there's going to be land reservation uh, rewards. Yeah, again, I'm going to have to look into this. What when is this going down? Minting is happening. Um, I know it's a Dutch Dutch auction, February seventh, one p.m. So that is what Monday. Are they going to be fighting with cool cats? Probably not. Um, can yeah, we just looking it over. In on critters, like can we buy them and and get this skin on critters instead of the traditional Minecraft skin <laughs> they're working with? Uh, it is dropping by 0.1 ETH every 10 minutes until it reaches 0.2. I'm not sure what it's starting at, though. That's the only thing that I was looking for. I mean, I find this art uh, desirable. The website is great. It looks like they've put a lot of care into it. The The promo preview videos are, are great. Um, and again, if uh, any indication of their past successes, uh, this, is, this is probably going to be one to definitely watch out for. So... One more clarification, Ray. This oh, oh, the auction is uh, pre-sale auction is live. The first round started at seventeen ETH, so this is a slow burn, I guess. Did anyone pay that? No, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, so the, uh, just for clarity, this is the team from the actual Pixelmon thing that exists. This is like them. Or I would like some confirmation of that, but it, it, it this uh, gameplay trailer it does not exist on Minecraft. I don't think it looks like that was a server own. thing. It was one of these like fancier servers within Minecraft. Uh, it was a modification, so like gotcha. you, it, you okay. didn't have to be on a server, but yeah, you could install it, and your Minecraft would have like Pokemon running around, and then you could catch them. Um, Other people like, see these, or 
I don't know how these things work. Like everyone would be in the world with the Pokemon or just you could see them like everyone. Yeah. Okay. So in, in, in Minecraft, you can play single player, which is just by yourself. People can host a a critter, like a server, like critters where you can have, you know, you, you can just do it for your friends or you can have an entire ecosystem where there's like a thousand or 20,000 people playing on it. So in this instance, I would imagine that it will not be a single player game just due to the social dynamics of what's going on. Um, I think I'll send the alpha hunters after this one. It looks like, Oh wait, you said it. Oh, damn. We're late. Aren't we? Yeah. I guess it's uh guess it's a little late for that. Yeah. Yeah, this is one that I've seen kind of just spoken about in, I don't want to say in passing, but pretty regularly <laughs> for a little bit, but I, I just don't know. Well, I, I always I, just... it, it's funny what's happening with Karafuru because the first person I heard it from is Eddie is Kongs. And then lo, lo and behold, look at what's happening the next day with Karafuru with this just like backdoor shenanigans that's going on or whatever. But um <clears throat> I had only heard about this last night. So, you know, I, I, it's my job. I immediately DM'd them, told them about Alpha Man and asked for whitelist spots. I didn't realize it was, uh, it was already minting today. So, oh, well. It comes up quickly. I mean, I, right, yeah. <laughs> again, not enough hours in the day sometimes. No, no, yeah. No, please, guys, uh, if you have projects <clears throat> like this, Contact me. I will send my alpha hunters after them uh, to get meetings with them. So uh, going forward, definitely don't stop annoying me. If there is a project of this quality and alpha mint needs whitelist spots, we will get them. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, I would just, well, you let them know, but Twitter DMs, Discord DMs. I mean, the show is hard because you've got this chat going and you want to talk about everything, but, you know, it's hard to just do the research live. I did say I would look into this and I didn't. You guys already, I'm working them. They're, they're hard. They are a well-established team being, knowing how well-established they are. So I'm working on Clementines. Yes. Got you on that one. Yeah, James is saying there were five. Tra- there were only five trainers, and they all sold for like fifteen, seventeen ETH. Oof! Wow. Hey, hey, put up some raid yeah. party numbers. There's there. money at. The- I'm telling you. Yeah, new money. I think we are all underestimating how much ETH is sitting on the side. There's nothing else to do with ETH. There's nothing else except buy it. What else is there to do with ETH? You can gamble. ETH is made <laughs> to buy NFTs. This is what the Ether native currency is here for. The celebrities are buying it so they could buy NFTs. This is what's happening. Karafuru is a 0.5 Dutch in 10 hours. Yeah, wow. 10,000 guay is around 2.5 ETH to mint. Yeah, that thing is going to... That's going to be a thing, that's for sure. Yeah, season, for season three, I agree with you. Kings to 10 ETH, and that would be baby kaiju kings to 10 ETH. I think the Genesis are going to 30 this year. Mind you, these are a very, this is a 3,333 collection. So 30 is, is like a Zuki going to 10. It's not out of, uh, it's not out of bounds here. Yeah, definitely. Karafuru owner just tweeted about his 25 mints. I would love to uh, figure out where that is. If somebody wants to link me, we can continue to talk about it. Um, guys, if you want to jump up on the stage with us, um, I think we can start bringing some some friends up here. We got about 20 minutes left before we uh, cut the show off. Uh, free market. What else do you want to talk about while I try and dig up this tweet? I want to talk about how good you look today. 
Thank right. you. I put this nice sweater on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the Chama thing where it's like, this is um, cashmere from Tibet. I don't know. <laughs> every every time on his, on their podcast now, he talks about how expensive his sweater is. And I know it's a shtick, but um, yeah. 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 They're wealthy. The, uh, this was the, remember the clip of them joking about, I, I watched that clip five times. I still couldn't figure out how people thought it was them like promoting the pump and dumping of but people are just, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've I've seen a lot of hot takes. Uh, well, the cancel the cancel brigade came after them the the last week too. I won't touch yes, on it. Uh, it was a touchy uh, subject, but like I mean, Bakram, we did speak of raid party earlier in the show. So when the recording goes up, you can check it out. Uh, we tried to mint. None of us were successful in getting the reservations. We have bought extra fighters off the secondary. That reveal is on Sunday, and we will have an exclusive interview with the Raid Party founders. Uh, it is not scheduled yet. As we know, the launch has been longer than expected, but since it is wrapping up now, we are going to get that to you soon. Stay tuned. GM Cass, what's going on? GM Josh, I'm going to bring you both up here. You guys are uh, a good duo. Good morrow. Mm-hmm. You were a good duo. Now you're rugged. It's my Discord. It's my Discord. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm trying to. Yeah, literally. GM. GM Josh. GM. GM. GM, everybody. I love Josh's voice, man. Josh's voice is so sensual. I, I imitate it. I, I take a lot of his his drawl, his tone, because he's so smooth when he speaks a lot. The way he says GM, I've started adopting that. It's it's like I don't know. Slick. Slick. It's so slick. With the ladies. I, I get the feeling. Well, this is why when when I know Josh is coming on, and this is why it took me a while to kind of um Keep on mute. Not just Discord. I was just telling my missus, "Hey, listen, you better go, go, <laughs> go away. I, I don't want you to cream yourself with Russian person. <laughs> Hide your wife. Hide your kids. <laughs> True heads is here. Uh, oh, good stuff. Do we have some NFT questions today? Um, no. I just want to <laughs> say hi. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> How you doing? Good sir. How's things? Uh, Star Wolves. Want to talk Star about it? That is absolutely mad at the moment, is it not? It is. I wanted to shout out uh, someone whose name I'm... I, I see a lot of names every day, so don't get mad at me. But someone wrote some lemon wolf lore in the lore chat. Wow. Wow, you you know I'm, I have an affinity for that lemon wolf, and uh, to see people incorporating it into their lore was was quite zesty. So shout out to that. Hey, I've got a question for you, Free Market. Um, you are like the pinnacle of lemon, okay? <laughs> when it when it comes to lemon, you think of Free Market, you think of lemon, okay? And that's everywhere, not just in Alpha Min or anything else, but. I know why I'm convicted in the whole Lemon project and it's mainly Cenarius and it was just his carefree attitude that made me think, you know what, you're going to make it. Um, What are the other factors that you wanted to jump into Lemons and how do you see yourself being 
a well-known person within the lemon community? Or how do you feel being a well-known person in the lemon community? Yeah. Well, I love it and I embrace it because I really love uh, the lemon community. I think that early on, the emojis that were so fun that we talk about a lot, I think when it became my favorite ones to use in any Discord, uh, it clicked for me. I, I don't think you could replicate. Like, I don't think any project out there right now can go, okay, emojis, that was the key. Let's go make some cute emojis. Because for each project, it's different. Whatever that that thing that coalesces uh, a community is. And I know we talk about community a lot, but right now there is a very, very effort, effortless situation where lemons just want to hang out and talk all the time. It's not even always about lemons, right? I don't know exactly what creates that atmosphere, but it's certainly uh, it's what I think fosters collection. It's what I think makes a collection elite. And I think lemons have it in space. So uh, I think that's what keeps me very... I'm even shocked. I, I will be honest. I am even surprised. You know, that morning squeeze grows every day. Like we started, it was an average of 20 to 30 people. It's an average of over 100 now. By the end of the show, we almost always have over 100 people. You see all, all the PFP, you know, the majority of PFPs in there are lemons. And it doesn't even matter. We always tell people, if you just want to come, people like to just come and hang and have a place to talk. Everybody comes up stage and speaks. And I think that type of stuff, it's the visibility. It's attention. We talk about Kobe's article with attention, right? When you constantly see all these lemons everywhere, having a good time just to have a good time, it makes people want to be part of that. So they go buy a lemon. And um, I was going to ask Josh as well a question. Is there any projects that you... Like, it's your project, in it? Like, your project. What's what's your project? Oh, man. Well, I actually, I'm like a, a avid lemon. <laughs> zesty. Love them. I, I heard you go up on the uh, the morning squeeze the other day, too. I was just listening while I was doing some other stuff. And uh, and all of a sudden, I just, um, I heard Josh's voice. I was like, man, this guy is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. I would say Josh and Cardinal have been so dedicated to this lay. I love it because I know that I'm the lemon maniac and I've gotten a lot of people to see and believe what I see. And I'm always impressed with Josh and uh, Cardinal, how often they spend in the lemon disco. I'm I'm busy so much during the day. I don't even get to spend as much time as I'd like. So shout out to you. The vibes are like impeccable in that community and in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What about you? Oh, hey, one quick one, guys. Sure. Uh, I'm going to have to hop off here in a sec. But if anybody else min, uh, what is it called? Minted Flower Girls a while ago. <laughs> they're spiking right now. It's crazy. I just, I forgot about them. <laughs> you had to do it. You had to do it. I told our two to do it. it. I was like, get that junk out of your wallet. Just sell it. Why are you even thinking about it? You know what? I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I minted five of them. I sold a couple of them into the initial like Gary V run, which is right right at the start of the project. Kind of broke even on it, made a little bit of a profit. Uh, I was hanging on to three more. I slowly they 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 kind of got down. Like it just it 
I, I didn't I didn't mind anything about them, but it kind of just went down to like point one. I was like, I just I'm gonna start freeing up some liquidity, um, even if it's just small amounts. So I sold two more of them, and then I I had one left, and I was like, I, you know, I I don't know if I'm just gonna hold these for long term. I, like I suppose I could, but the floor was point four five. I could sell one of the I could sell my last one, um, pretty much immediately, and I just like ah. You know, let's let's do it. Might as well just take some of these uh, some of these wins along the way. I'm kind of guilty of not selling enough sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'll I'll really kind of put myself in a liquidity crisis from time to time. That's hard to get out of, especially if a bear market hits. So I sold it, um, and uh, and yeah, it uh, it had a run. Yeah, man, it's tough. But like, who could have predicted this run, right? <laughs> it's like, well, it was like nobody was, could have seen this coming. Maybe an hour after, I saw Gary V tag the artist in a tweet, and I went, "Oh God, here we go." <laughs> but uh, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, and I, here's my take on all these women projects. Right, I'm really big into the art. I think the art matters. I hate the meme that the art doesn't matter. And I just, quite frankly, think most of these are just sold on the fact that they're women projects. Like, that bothers me. I feel like it's more exploitive than inclusive. Oh, it's 0.8 right now. Wow. Right? And I don't know. And again, I know it's subjective. All right? And I don't want to knock anybody if they think this art looks good. For me personally, it's just not as impressive as other stuff that's out there in the NFT world. It has nothing to do with whether a... Uh, with whether a a female is the artist or whether these are female centric projects, I don't think that should make something just because it is that. I think we still have to have a good underlying product, and I don't get these. Uh, I also don't get a lot of art that does very well. I'm just giving you my color on why I haven't gravitated towards these. I don't. I don't think any, none of them have had art that has grabbed me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say that I think this art was better than some of the other ones that have a much higher floor. Um, but, you know. Are you kidding me? Look at these. What are we looking at? Again, I, I, you notice I said comparatively. No, it isn't. These are the ones on bid. These are the ones people think are worth something because they're on bid. What is happening? Look at this. Look at this. I, you know that I'm referring to like boss beauties and stuff like that, too, which I mean, again, it's it, it looked great on the canvas. You know, uh, uh, people like to take the piss out of old FMC here. This is what this is what's happening. People are taking the piss out. I don't know what Speedy Speedy Gleason is saying. Seven sales in four days isn't a run on Flower Friends. I think we're thinking of a different project here, my friend. Yeah, Flower uh, Friends is is different. Um, And yes, Aaron, you did give me crazy alpha in my DMs yesterday. We have been literally so busy with media and show. We've been going from one interview and show to another. I have not had any time to degen. But I just have to say, Darren gives me the most money tips, like all the time in my DMs. So shout out to you, Darren. Uh, I did see that. I have not participated. I am sad panda. Darren, get in my DMs, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Slide into Josh's DM. (laughs) Darren's got the alpha. No question. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. What about yours, RT? Curiously. What about my what? You're your like most convicted player, you know, the the one that means everything to you. Oh, um 
You know what? It would have been it would have been Galactic Apes, but that uh, is is no more for me. I still have a couple of them, but I'm I'm really just keeping them because I like the, Can the I JPEGs. Part two. His answer is Cool Man's Universe. He's very bullish on them. He hasn't sold one, and he thinks it's going to be the next Doodles. That's yeah, I mean that's not true. I have sold two of oh. the four. That I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't want that going out. Penguin, uh, mine is cool, man. See, penguin, right there. Shout out. We love. Yeah, it. cool man's is amazing. Um, I, I have two of them left, and like, I, I, I want to hold them for the long term. I am, I'm holding one unequivocally. That's for sure. Um, Begans is a great Begans, one. For yeah. yeah, that's like that's kind of the you know if you have some extra liquidity. Um, and you want a great eventually kind of bet begins is uh, is probably one a and uh, you know don't worry gapes will be saved by dots I mean hopefully um, but at this point I'm not holding because it's uh, some kind of conviction play that I think is going to go high yeah, I mean I, I watched I, I held them up to three ETH and I held them down to point one, so it is what it is I cannot leak too much about what happened in the Kaijack the Kaiju chat yesterday so do not ask me I think that if anybody could save Gapes it would be Dots and the team over there but if I were to tell you that big things are about to come out of Kaiju, it would be an understatement. You guys have probably been hearing me say this for weeks now, and I really, all right, you know, I, I can't say anymore. I, I am so violently bullish on Kaiju's. I think it is the biggest blind spot in markets right now. I, if you knew what happened in the chat yesterday, I won't say anymore. Why, why are you making me wanting to sell my portfolio to get a Kaiju now? Man, I, you know, you know what it is to me. Dots is not a hype man. He's not a pumper. He will never exaggerate. Like he is so aware and smart of managing expectations. To see him speak the way he was yesterday, I was holy fuck. Yeah, I. I <laughs> we literally broke the Discord yesterday. Like the dis. Uh, ask Mister Sandman. I was on the. <laughs> For laughing out loud for fifth, my face hurt. I was laughing so hard with the kaiju chat yesterday. It was incredible, incredible. I, I love that community, man. Too good, too good. Would you? So my, oh yeah, go ahead, Cass. Oh sorry, I was just gonna say my conviction play for the for the for the NFT space is simple, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I know what it is. Yeah, there's no, is there any need for me to say it really? No, I mean, it has a 7th floor as we speak. Has it? Is it 7th? Yeah. Seven, it was five. It, the, the floor keeps creeping up by an ETH every day. I thought what that project was, are we talking about? That was an interesting strategy. Normally it goes down by an ETH every day until that person finds their buyer. This is the opposite. This is going up an ETH every day. This is like, haha, you had your chance yesterday. You better it's like get a it. reverse Dutch <laughs> auction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> English auction, English auction. That's no, 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 about. because there's no bidders. It's just like, you there, want this, there, the price yeah. going up. Just go. <laughs> you keep raising it. It's. It's like trying to buy a house. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, there's on there's only two, man. There's only two. There's only two 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 projects, I think. Yes. One is Alpha Min, which I'm so gassed that you guys have capped the um capped the the passes. Which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um and Star Wolves because great. You know, it's it's weird, you know. I hear 
like when you were talking about kaijus and when you're talking about lemons and when you're talking about the community and it's fun and it's this and it's that I'm not being funny guys we've got it at home everything that you guys are stating what make these projects absolutely great and amazing you guys have created it at home so and maybe you guys don't see that as much but I, I, I can I can hand on heart say with anyone and everyone that I'm associated to I mean I'm not being funny I go into I go into dub, other people's discord um discord uh, channels um grinding or whatever and I always use the Star Wolves emojis and the amount of hype that that creates when you put them emojis up is stupid DMs get filled where did you get this Star Wolves stuff <laughs> it's mad dude it's mad like, guaranteed if I put a we're gonna make it or Wolfie we're gonna make it it's instantly 10 DMs no and I mean like uh, Charlie's dedication there never ceases to amaze me the passion and time that he puts into that project uh, is remarkable and yes Kaiju Kings is the project FM Steve just talked about yeah, so yes. forget Kaiju, forget everything else. <laughs> it's it's hey, I mean, yeah. I'm 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 actually shocked that you didn't just beeline it to the the bastard Gan Punks free market. Again, I this is this is one of those inevitabilities for me, and I can't decide when people, you know, all of a sudden one day wake up and go, oh yeah, these are historic and have informed every PFP project that has ever been created after it. Uh, that's just a matter of time. And it's like, I have a very large vegan bag. Uh, NBO and I were talking about starting a club, a private gated channel, which you can only be a member of if you buy at least one vegan a week. So this, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, if you understood it's our passion, expensive membership, man, right. there's only so many vegans. Yeah. Well, exactly. Look, this was our play. We were like, you know, that floor would be an ETH pretty soon. But you just have to understand that you like I am very aware of trends and metas and right now this is just not the alternative punk meta we're not in the history meta we are in a NFTs or this whole new groundbreaking thing let's see the innovation meta we'll get back to history soon these are it's everything is cyclical but you know I, I am very cognizant of and aware of what trends we are in and I just don't think it's Begon's time yet could I be more bullish on a project no I I I think Begons are going to 10 ETH. I think that there'll be a, a one to 10 ratio to punks once they're finally recognized for the genius they are. Burke, Princess Camel, as he is known, is, is an unrecognized generative genius. I, I think this guy is going to get his due. This is the first NFT that I bought outside of the PFP that Ghost made me way back in the day. Um, but the first NFT that I bought, and it will be the last NFT that I ever sell. He 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 worked for so many months adjusting this gone. If you go look at the bastard V1s, because there's a V1 and a V2. But if you go look at the bastard V1s, they're nice, but they're nothing. I mean, he worked on that algorithm for a minute before it started putting out the images you see in front of you. And again, this is a gone. You're going to love some more than you love others. And they all didn't come out as 10 of 10s. But holy shit. I mean, up until, up until you know, the larger collections we've seen now, we're here. This was one of the highest volume collections on OpenSea. 
Like this, this, this was a preeminent collection, and it'll get back there. Um, the the animated morph glitches like this. Oh my god! Oh god! They're the best. I, I love I love Begons, and they will get their due. And I have a very large bag, and I bought a lot of mine at point six and point seven at Mint. Okay, I didn't <laughs> I didn't get in these when when the uh, that's one of my favorite ones of all time. This one, yeah, the double big smoke. It's I I, I uwu the shit out of that thing with that glitch background. I mean, oh oh, these are so good. Yeah. Uh, Someone wants to know my opinion on Gen Z's art. Did you say you brought that up yesterday? I don't even remember what it looked like. Um, No, we didn't. Um, This minted a while ago. I I just noticed that people were talking about it in the chat earlier today. Um, I think it's September. It's it's a weird, like, hybrid of cartoon 3D. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean... I, I, was I, I love how they put like the uh, the uh, covering their eyes, like oh, waiting with bated breath for you to just shred everything apart. <laughs> I know. I I probably wouldn't buy them. I don't. They don't look low effort to me. I, I think the thing that triggers me most is low effort, right? Like uh, there are people who are only attacking this industry for the ETH they can steal. It doesn't really come off to me like that, but it's not something you'd see me buying. No, I mean, it's a great point. There, there's a, uh, an important distinction of like something that just doesn't speak to you, but you can tell that some effort, some love and some care went into actually producing them versus right. like, you know, oh, let's see how quickly we can throw out this project into the uh, the current meta and, and see if we can, um, you know, rake in a ton of ETH, right? Uh, and this doesn't feel like it. I would I would wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, they look like a cool glitchy background in its own. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. They, they look cared for. I'd, I'd have to dig into the project to see if it's something uh, I care about. I don't. Are you a fan, Hermano, or, or were you you hoping I would shit on this art? I just don't uh, no, know. I- I, if I saw it earlier, sorry, there, it sounds like they have some advancements in their, I guess, roadmap with, I, I don't know if there's staking involved or something like that. But uh, again, that's a very low context that I'm dealing with right now because I just have never actually seen this before. Have, have yeah. you guys seen, curiously, just random, because Illidan was talking about it yesterday and I don't know if you covered it because I came a bit late today, but um, Super Gucci. Yeah, no, we didn't talk. Did we talk about that one? No, we, we didn't talk about it. Um, Loose was talking about the raffle. Yes, a Gucci raffle. And yeah. when I heard Gucci raffle, I got super excited. I asked for a link. I went to go see the project they were partnering with. And hey, bring up some art if you want to hear FMC shit on some art. Bring up this project. <laughs> super Plastics, I think it's called. Yeah, I Super Plastic. Meet, I got to meet the guy. Wait, no. That couldn't be them. That that is them. That's the Super Gucci range. That, and this is from that same company, Super Plastic. Yep, yep same company. Yeah. Huh. I like these. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? I don't know what I don't know what I was looking at the other day. To be honest, I point. could feel him. He was winding himself up so that he could uh, just let it go, and then all of a sudden, see that you, you got it. I give you lots I'm of credit. You, you, you don't just say hot takes for saying hot takes. No, 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 definitely not. I'm not. I. It, that's the thing. I um. I swear, what I saw in the Discord looked nothing like this. I don't. I these look cool. 
Right. Yeah, no, the other ones, when I started to look into that, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then these come up and I was like, okay, it makes sense Gucci's involved now. Um, I think it's a 1.5 mint, 1.5 ETH mint. Um, you have to get on the Discord, but the Discord is locked. Illidan wasn't able to get on, but I was somehow. Um, and now it's just a waiting process. Um, there's three different raffles that they at specific times where you enter and um, if you win the raffle you get to meet one of these send out the troops FMC where'd you go are you there he just ran off to go try and get into the discord <laughs> like- and then um, the other the other one I was gonna ask I think someone spoke about it yesterday or mentioned it Bow friends Bow no, let, me, um, let me check the name properly because I haven't got my discord up and I have to use it on this little phone um, I'm not sure while you're while you're, Fort- you're looking oh yeah go ahead I think it's called fortune cookie Bow friends um, oh yeah that was brought up um, earlier too I couldn't find the, uh, the proper link I think it was yesterday actually God. Yeah, again, it's, it's it's another closed. It school. is. Yeah, Fortune Friends Club. Yeah, Fortune Friends Club. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I've already googled this. Fortune um, Friends dot club. Is that what I'm looking at? I believe so. Let me see if I can find a link. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Oh, bow. I think you said Dow. No, bow. Sorry, bow. Gotcha. So they're, oh. they're basically Fortune. You cookies. know what? You know what I had for dinner last night. Done. A pizza pocket bow. What is that? It was like a that that soft bun with pizza uh, uh, pizza pocket <laughs> stuffing, like pepperoni, cheese, uh, Are you serious? pizza sauce. Oh, mm. nice. R two. That is my that is my jam, man. In Japan, I used to always get these bow that were like pizza filling. Yeah, they were so good at all the Seven Elevens. Oh, good times! Oh, good times! Oh, dude, it was it was unreal. I thought about buying a whole bunch. Like, I see if they could they could give them to me uncooked, so I could throw them in uh, into the oven or something and and heat them up for later. Josh, what's Japan like? I've always wanted to go. Always. Uh, oh man, where to start? <laughs> you know, no, it's amazing. I mean, it's my favorite place I've traveled. Did you see in um, Universal Studios they just opened uh, Mario World, Nintendo World? Oh my god, you guys it's got dope, man! It's so dope. Holy shit! Google Nintendo World, next level. It's all gamified too. It's like it's wild. <sighs> Crypto Nobles is followed by Cocoon de Medici. <laughs> That's like the new uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, is where you just say like um, different random names for it. Sorry, Universal Studios, Mario World, Nintendo yeah, World. Yeah, they have a whole just like we have Harry Potter World here in the United States. We have we have uh, Mario World. It's so cool! You get like a Mario hat. Is it Nintendo World? Have you guys got a Harry Potter World in America? Oh, you didn't know that. There's it. Yeah, you be- you're gonna have to uh, hop on a plane. Universal Studios has an entire Harry Potter experience. Uh, well, it's weird because in the UK we've got Warner Brothers. Is it uh-huh. Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers Studios, which has the Harry Potter section in there. Okay. We're, um, in the UK. Um, and um, obviously we've got the Harry Potter castle that mm-hmm. everyone goes. Um, 
but yeah, no, I never knew there was an American Harry Potter world. That must be mad because everything in America is bigger anyway. So <laughs> it's no, it it's looks, true. I <laughs> but it looks like a lot of fun. I have to say. Where is that? I should take my kid to that. Yeah, he, uh, he has read the Harry Potter books so many times. Cool. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giggling because it was the silence and we were all waiting for FMC to say something, but he didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, just giggle. Sorry. I mean, no, he's, he's in, he's in, uh, he's in looking at stuff mode right now. I could tell. FMC, anything you want to touch on before we wrap the show up? Have a great weekend. No, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> Glad we have your undivided attention. <laughs> it's super divided. No, it's all good. I'm just busting your balls, man. Um, Josh, Cast, anything else you want to go over? No, we're good, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having us. And um, I hope Josh, yourself, and FMC have a wonderful weekend. And um, hopefully we'll speak on Monday. Yeah, you, you got too, it. my friend. All right, you guys have a good one. Josh, yeah, you're out too. Okay, my friend. Uh, thank you both for uh, coming up me. on. Which I was going to say, Josh, you need to take me to Japan, dude. Like, I've got the cars. I just haven't been there. So. I'll let you guys organize oh, yeah. the, uh, make the it happen. On, uh, in the, uh, the green room, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, all right, FMC, you, uh, I think you just said you don't have anything else you want to touch on. Is that right? That's correct. All right, my friend. Well, this has been a good week. It's been interesting. Um, you know, I wish we had more stuff to break down throughout the course of the week, but I guess next week we're going to have a lot to talk about with the start of Raid Party, uh, with the Cool Pets drop going down. We're going to watch how uh, Kara Furu ends up um, going with the uh, the Dutch auction coming up. I think I oh got so many different numbers. I can't remember them. But yeah, lots of great stuff. If, uh, if you tuned in late to the show, make sure you check out the rest of it. We are uh, all, or sorry, they are all fully recorded on YouTube and Spotify for your uh, listening pleasure. You guys have a great weekend. I want to thank you all for a really, really great week. And uh, Free Market, get us out of here. Good luck at the tables, you DJ.